0: Hi, I'm Marcus. And I'm Nick. And we are Working Class nerds. We're the podcast that gives you no information about your favorite information.
1: Hey, Nick, how are you? Great, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, Tell me a little bit about yourself and tell me what you did this week.
0: So, I'm a uh, student of physiology and neurobiology at UConn, and that's a lot less complicated than it sounds, (laughs) I'll be starting uh, as an emergency room orderly at a hospital nearby in a couple of weeks for uh, to make a little bit of money. And uh, I try to set time aside to be a nerd as often as possible. I'm also big into craft beer, video games, and general visual media consumption. Uh, right now, I'm playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, uh, and in between that, I'll play some Shadow of War. So, the
1: whole er assistant thing so does that mean you're gonna be like holding people's blood down when they're coming in off the ambulance or does it mean you're gonna be scooping shit off the floor because some drunk guy came in and shit all over the floor what's the (laughs) difference
0: uh is there a c option all the above (laughs) so there's basically no option yeah that's not not out of the question yeah i'll be i'm like any shitty job literally and figuratively in the er i have to do (laughs) well that's good so well, that'll get you towards your career goals. Right, right. Yeah. But it's it's those uh patient care hours for good old PA school. Sure. And so you said Siege, Rainbow Six Siege. Um you play it a lot or would you say a little? Yeah, probably three or four times a week. I play for a few hours at night with one of my buddies on the uh, the paintball team. And uh it's if you don't know what Siege is like, it's five V five, close quarters combat online mostly. Uh, I like it a lot. It's sort of realistic damage. So, like one shot in the head and the person's dead. Not like Call of Duty, where you might get a headshot in your burst of fire. If you get one bullet in the head, no matter what gun it is, instant dead.
1: Well, I play. I when I play Call of Duty, I live by prey and spray. That's it. I just hold the trigger <laughs> run down and gun. just go run <laughs> a gun. That's it. So I don't know any about anything tactical. All right. So my uh, my question is is what did you do
0: this past week? Oh, well, this past week uh, was Christmas, so... Yes, it was fun. (laughs) Christmas Eve I spend with my mom's side of the family, which uh, was relatively tame. We play a couple different games. The one uh, where you wrap up little gifts in saran wrap, and then you have to roll dice to to pass the saran wrap. That's pretty fun and chaotic. People rip the saran wrap out of each other's hands. And then uh, there's another game we play where you have to pass around a gift that's wrapped with a lot of tape, and then you have to try and unwrap it with oven mitts on and again, you're passed around, and whoever ends up successfully completing it gets the gift. Uh, that was pretty fun. But other than that, the night was pretty tame. My father's side of the family, which Marcus is a part of, on the other hand, we get together on Christmas Day, and that was a much bigger comedy show. <laughs> well, of
1: course, because, you know, when we get together once a year, really the whole family, and when we get together, it's just mayhem all the time. It, yeah, And we, we have a lot of fun. And it's good to get the whole family together. I love the Christmas time of year.
0: Me too. So, Marcus, tell me a little
1: bit about yourself. Well, I'm a finished carpenter. I build um, custom cabinets, and that's really my day job. Married, almost a two-year-old. She's uh, the greatest thing on the planet. And, you know, um, when I get out of work, it's usually daddy duty to help mom out until the baby goes to bed. And then I usually hide in my office and play... On my computer, which whatever it is, until all hours of the night, I tell everybody I'm up until midnight to one o'clock Sunday through Thursday, and on the two nights a week I can actually stay up all night, or that I should stay up all night. I go to bed at nine thirty with the wife, but uh, I play Star Wars: <laughs> The Old Republic. I'm a part of the AIE Guild community. Um, it's a great guild. They play on a bunch of different platforms and games throughout, um, but I'm really hooked on that MMO. And I just started playing Destiny Two, which I really love it. I wish more people Nick
0: would get into it,
1: but you know, it's it's one of those games that you got to invest time into, and when you don't have a lot of time to play two games, you you know, one game really sacrifices. Um, it's tough because you work for a living, or you go to school. In your case, right, and right. you want to still do those things that. We used to sit down and play eighty hours of Mario Kart or sure. um, Final Fantasy Seven for me, and I just don't have that kind of time anymore. Right. And I wish I did. Yeah. I and I love Star Wars, and as this podcast grows, you'll learn that I have an obsession for pop uh, Star Wars. I mean, and if I had my own way, you know, I would do this and play games all day if there was a way for <laughs> me to make money. But I'm really right. good at building stuff, so I can't really.
0: Do that. Right. But uh yeah, see for me the game that I would spend obviously I'm a good chunk younger than you, but uh, I would spend hours and hours and hours playing was Skyrim and then the uh first two Bethesda Fallout games, so Fallout Three Fallout New Vegas. I also really liked Fallout Four, but that was different. New Vegas was definitely my favorite. But I probably put a good five hundred hours into each of those games, just in the summer times so when I wasn't working. If I wasn't working on the weekends or whatever, I would just be playing those games. Just hours crazy. and hours. It's awesome. It's
1: crazy because when you have free time, and I'm talking pre-baby, right? Oh, right. I had all the time in the world. I remember before there was a baby, any time I had free seconds, Star Wars, the old Republic. Right. And I would be on that until Carrie would tell me to get off. Right. Marcus, come on. you got to eat dinner. Or Marcus, you got to do this. And now it's just at a point where, you know, I know that, you know, 8 o'clock when the baby goes to bed, it's
0: game time, you know? Right. But everything, every time before that, it's all baby all the time.
1: Right. So I wanted to say... You know, um, This is our first episode If it's it's shitty, we're sorry Um, (laughs) We're just a couple Greeks Just trying to make (laughs) Some conversation and laugh about it Yeah, just a Um,
0: little entertainment
1: Yeah, a little bit of that So um, I know Nick and I We went to the Last Jedi premiere um, I don't know, a week ago It was a Thursday before Christmas I don't even remember, 10 o'clock yeah, I you think know. it was the 14th we saw it. Yeah, and I'm sure anybody listening to this has listened to a hundred different people talk about how crappy the movie is. Or, or great the movie was, depending <laughs> exactly. on which one you listen exactly. to. Or both of the or same Or how time they to cases. eat the porks. Whatever your fancy <laughs> may be, we just wanted to take a couple minutes to talk about The Last Jedi because we really enjoyed it, or I know I did. Yeah, me too. Of course it had some flaws to it, but it doesn't everything else in the world.
0: And just a quick thing, uh, the mandatory spoiler alert, if for whatever reason you're somehow listening Good to course. this and you haven't seen it, stop listening or skip ahead I don't know how many minutes. Yeah, we don't know that yet. I don't know. We don't have show notes. <laughs> we don't have <laughs> a show again yet. But I would just avoid this altogether if you haven't seen The Last Jedi yet. Or
1: tune into I would say, the last two minutes. Something like that, yeah. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about something stupid sure. that you guys want to enjoy. So, alright, right off the bat. Go. Initial remarks. So, on the initial crawl, I had seen, I had skimmed through The Force Awakens prior to seeing uh, The Last Jedi, and I, so I didn't have a good grasp of what happened, other than my theater viewing two years ago of The Last Jedi. So, I didn't fully The Last graf- Jedi, or
1: did you mean... Uh, Sorry, both- The Force Awakens, yeah. yeah.
0: I didn't have a good grasp of uh, the detailed plot of The Force Awakens going into The Last Jedi, so... On the opening crawl, it says something to the effect of, um, the First Order has, you know, basically had their way with the Resistance most of the way. And I didn't realize that at the end of The Force Awakens, uh, when Starkiller Base blows up that system, that's most of the, the New Republic. Like, that's their hub, basically. So, when that happened, the Resistance forces, um, were really decimated. And I didn't gather that going in, so when the First Order was by far outclassing the Resistance in the beginning of the movie, I was definitely a little confused. I'm like, how did this whole, you know, galaxy ruling republic, so to speak, uh, get dwindled down into, you know, one fleet, basically, at the beginning of the movie? But if I had paid more attention, I would have known better, so... (laughs) So I completely
1: got screwed at the beginning of the movie, because I was getting popcorn, While the opening crawl was happening. So I finally sat in my seat. And it was just as they were dropping down into space. And so I didn't miss any of the actual movie. Right. But I had no idea that the First Order reigns. Having decimated the peaceful republic. Supreme Leader Snoke now deploys his merciless legions to seize military control of the galaxy. Right. I didn't see any of this. Right. So immediately I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? All of a sudden, they're fighting for their life, and how the hell did all this happen? Right. So immediately,
0: I wasn't—I was angry. I was yeah. Angry at the theater and confused and, and, and like, what the fuck is frustrated. going on here?
1: Sure. I'm trying to enjoy this movie that I love more than anything else, and I haven't even seen it. Right. Saw two trailers. That's it. Right. So now we get into the movie, and it starts, and immediately, obviously, you get into it. Right. the first part was awesome it's always a great space battle or something sure. to do with ships
0: yeah the, the first little dialogue with Poe and oh, I forget the general's name the red headed fellow that uh, is basically Kylo Ren's punching bag throughout the film <laughs> uh, I thought that opening dialogue was great it did throw me off a little bit that it started off immediately on a funny note and overall the movie was had a lot more comedy in it than I was anticipating but I liked it it was different and I, but I liked it um but th- that was. Uh,
1: do you think that's? No, I'm sorry to interject. But no, it's okay. That's. Is that Disney doing that, or do you think that's the um, directors? The directors
0: changing it up. Uh, I think it's Ryan Johnson. Is the the guy's name the director's name for this one? Um, yeah, I think uh, probably I, a little bit of both. Because, well, let's see. Wait, Ryan Johnson. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Disney didn't really put a whole lot of humor into the Force Awakens, so I don't think it's, it's the studio. That was probably more Ryan Johnson in the. I think Ryan Johnson also wrote some of the scripts with another person whose name I don't. All right, remember, let's talk so, about
1: it. But it wasn't. It, but if we're going to compare, even though they're two separate movies made by two separate people, sure. But if we're going to compare them, the Force Awakens is almost a. I don't want to say an exact rendition because it's not exact, but it's the same plot. As episode four. Right. And that, I think, is a subject for another day, because we can talk about how it was made for the fanboys or whatever else, but right. it's still, you know... How do I say this? They make it so that one one movie is fanboy, and the next one is completely different. Sure. I think the movie was great, both of them, but, you know, in talking about The Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson completely took
0: what Abrams did and threw it out the window yeah in my opinion completely changed it. <clears throat> it, it, there's a, a really great one of the, the first few shots when you finally get to go see Ray and Luke I mean <laughs> there's some great symbolism to that when you know one of the most climactic parts of the whole movie in The Force Awakens is the end Ray finally gets to Luke's island they found it the whole movie is about finding Luke she goes up to him, she gives him his lightsaber back, his original blue lightsaber that was his father's before, Anakin Skywalker's. And you leave out at that, at the Force Awakens. That's it. And, well, more or less, that's the end of the movie. This is the end of the movie. Yeah. And when Roll credits. You, roll Sing credits. the song, we're going to take a pee. Right. <laughs> then, you finally get back to Rey and Luke in that same exact position when The Last Jedi, you know, in the beginning of The Last Jedi... And what does Luke do? He just hucks it over his shoulder. He throws it right out. <laughs> right, no, and I'm with you 110%. So, I think that was. I'm. Uh, I think that was Ryan Johnson sort of saying, you know. Uh, fuck you, fuck JJ. you, J.J. Abrams, fuck yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but See I, you don't later. And I don't know why. Throwing what, your ideas away.
1: Well, is it because of that, or is it because he wanted his own video? Right Right. You know um, Did he want it to be his own Or did Is he pissed off That they didn't give him Episode 7 And that was his way of saying Fuck you Right To Disney and everybody
0: else Right Well See I think And I don't know A lot of details about this But I did listen to Another podcast uh, That said Mentioned something about it But I think Ryan Johnson has Some kind of deal For his own trilogy in Star Wars, and I don't know yes. what that's about. He does. I don't know if it's a spin-off,
1: or if it's... No, it's not a spin-off. So, he said that it's going to be somewhere that they've never gone before. I'm hoping it's Old Republic stuff. Well, I could only dream. Right. Uh, but, I would if they do that, and it would be smart for Disney, right. because then they would be able to tap into the lightsaber world. Sure. You know, because if you... The Old Republic game, which I have Huh. Serious addiction to <laughs> yeah the, the you know there's lightsabers everywhere right sure. the, it's lightsaber heaven and you can customize it this any color crystal blah 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 the options are endless and right. with the old republic it was all Jedi and Sith right so the options are endless but the problem but the one thing that says they're not going to go there mm-hmm. and the reason why in my opinion they're not going to the old republic because he says that they've never been there before so maybe they go to the beginning of the Jedi and the Sith. Oh, maybe. Way, way back before. Way then. back. Sure. Or maybe they go three hundred years in the future from now. Right. And, you know, Ray and Poe uh, and Finn all they started Ray starts in her own Jedi Council or it's Grey Jedi and I don't know. The options are endless. Sure. They can go anywhere. Disney throughout the EU and so many people are pissed off about it. Yeah. And coming from 35-year-old who read those books as a kid, that was the norm because after 1983 the only thing we got was visual upgrades to movies. Right. And the prequels, well, everybody can say they hated them. I I liked them. I think think Episode 2 was pretty bad. Well, it was good, but they just focused too much on love. But again, if we're getting off the point for The Last Jedi, it's just I'm trying to figure out the plan moving forward and how Ryan Johnson got the the job from Abrams. Because as far as I know, Abrams was doing them all. He signed right. up
0: for them all, and then all of a sudden he's not doing them. Doing and, the second one, and, and now he's. I, I think uh, I, I could be wrong, but I think they had a, a third director. But then the third director left for Episode Nine, and now Abrams is stepping in and directing Episode Nine.
1: So Ryan Johnson isn't doing Episode Nine, correct? It's JJ Abrams now.
0: So they're going back to Abrams. Which is interesting.
1: Wow. See, I love all this stuff, but not having time, kind of, you saying this stuff is making me think, holy shit, I really know nothing. (laughs) But, (laughs) to talk about Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I have stuff to talk about, but it's only the stuff I know about. I don't know about anything else.
0: Right, and the only, frankly, I give a quick shout out to uh, the Game of Thrones podcast I listened to, Storm of Spoilers. They had an off-season episode about, uh, about that. This is where I got all my information from. So I can't really take too much credit about looking all this up on my own. But, yeah, so J.J. Abrams was the... seems to be taking over uh, for Episode 9. and So that movie seems to be a little bit up in the air and that has people nervous. But, uh, anyways, we can continue dissecting.
1: I hope he doesn't take now what Johnson did and and throw it out out the window. window. And now we have three individual movies. Right. The nice part about Episode... 4, 5, and 6 was the continuity through it. Right. I hope whatever happens in episode 9 it just continues through. Um, but back to The Last Jedi, where we left off was, so the, the space battle's happening, you right. have the red-headed general, yep. you got Kylo, and then you have Leia um, and Akbar all yep. the ship and now all Leia of a sudden... Leia almost dies. Right. Well, let's not even go there just yet, because okay. that's a whole topic <laughs> that I'm going we'll to lose it on. Right? Okay. Or okay. not lose it, because I can understand, because that ties the... Oh, ego. anyways, let's, let's get there first. All right, all right. so so the, the, they're attacking the ships, and all of a sudden they're saying we're the, the Resistance, the Resistance. And I'm saying to myself the whole time, yeah, where did the New Republic go? Right. Because at the end of The Force Awakens, it was the New Republic. And believe it or not, the First Order was the Resistance. In, right. in that weird sense they were the, the under- Rebellion-esque yes and I want to know and I've been listening to on Audible all of the new canon books right but nothing links the, there's no point in the books that says it went from the New Republic to the Resistance right when at what point in that the last however long right
0: did they lose the war that's what I want to know right and, and besides the little blurb in the opening crawl yeah, but you that's want some real enough. backstory. Yeah, but that's not usually, real backstory. Right, yeah.
1: it's not a real back backstory because in, in none of the books it says that. Right. You know, um, I'm trying to figure out at what point that happened. So then, all right, so we get into the space battle. Right. Now they're going. Oh, and you mean the, the chase? The chase. Right. So the bombers are going. Poe's a hero.
0: Right. He's like, we're going to get them. They're losing all the yeah. bombers. Yeah, and they, uh, Leia slaps him down a peg, literally. Yeah, yeah, figuratively.
1: <laughs> right, but stops him down, but he still does his own thing. Right. And now they're chasing after that what was it? Um what was that called? It was that special their their big ship. Um, oh, uh
0: well you mean their the ship that they were attacking? Yeah. Uh, they called it a um not a frigate. No. Dreadnought. Dreadnought, that's it. Yes. So so all of a sudden okay, so
1: they're attacking this dreadnought and they're trying to take down this dreadnought and yeah. We don't really know what a
0: Dreadnought is because we've never witnessed it or right. even heard about it. Right. The only the only experience I have with the name Dreadnought is from the old battleships from uh, World War One. They call them Dreadnoughts. Okay. <laughs> but in the Star Wars universe, I've never heard of a Dreadnought. You're right. All yeah. right.
1: So, so, so now there's no New Republic. Right. There's exactly. the Resistance. And now there's a Dreadnought ship that we've never heard of. Right. I'm okay with that. So now there's a bomber. It lines up above it. Drops. Let's call it a okay. thousand bombs. Here, sure. it drops its payload. Right. right, dramatically, dramatically. Now, in reality, if bombs fall out of a plane into space, those balls are going to stop. The bombs are going to stop, right?
0: <laughs> well, weren't they near a planet?
1: No, they weren't. They weren't very close. No, to the planet. so so basically no gravity, gravity of the you know the whole I don't know, but so that's hole number one in the movie.
0: Oh man, I didn't even think of that. Right. That's a great point. Yeah, why were those bombs falling? Unless there's and that's no, all credit to Scott. There's no, like you know. Jets on the bombs or anything like that. No, they see. They, it looks like they just w- fall, they fall. A, like an average a bomber and, so, on Earth would. Right. Just so some scientist over, is going to just destroy us in a review
1: someday. Um. So we get through that scene. They completely wipe out most of now yep. the resistance. I'm going to call them the New Republic because I still don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> okay. Sure. Right. So they wipe them out. They they get away. Yeah, their their fleet's estimated. They have no bombers. They're, you know, their uh, X wing numbers are halved, and they get away with their main ships, and that's about it. Right. And now I believe the next scene is well. They're,
1: they're, we jump into hyperspace. Yep. And then they presume oh, right. by using some tracking device in the hyperspace um, software. I guess we'll call it.
0: Sure. Yeah. They 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 were able to track them some, somehow some way. I don't, I don't know. even
1: know. Yeah. Okay. So now we get into. Oh! Before even that, how did we skip over the Leia thing?
0: Oh, right. So. Kylo Ren is looking like. He's in a fighter. He hops in a fighter, is looking to attack the bridge of their lead ship for the resistance. And he knows Leia's there. He knows Leia's there through some implied force connection. Okay, so
1: now bringing him back to the force. Right. At the end of Return of the Jedi, or in Return of the Jedi, yep. and even Empire, it showed that Leia can sense. Right. Has the foresight. Right. Has yeah, so a little force. bit
0: of some kind of sensitivity. Right, yeah. For sure. So now,
1: keeping that going, so now Kylo shoots
0: the plane down. Yeah. Well, he, he was about to. He lays off, and then his wingmen blow it up. Semantics. yeah. But, it was, yeah. He, he, they, he, he didn't his, want to kill mommy. Right. He didn't. He had to. Yeah, he hesitated in killing his mom. And uh, his wingman, shot the bridge for him, blows it up. Leia gets blown out into space, and you see her lying motionless in space. She doesn't move. Everyone thinks she's dead, and uh, then she moves finally, and she sort of just fly floats through through space back into the ship. <laughs> Taps on the uh, airlock glass, saying, Hey, uh, you guys want to let me in here? Everyone rushes over, blah, blah, blah. And then she makes it back to the ship, seemingly using the Force. Okay. So, bringing it back to my EU...
1: Right. She was a Jedi.
0: Okay. Luke trained her or Luke something? trained
1: her, a part of the new Jedi Order, and she was a Jedi. Mm-hmm. She was trained to be a Jedi. She had children, all of that stuff. So... Now, the next hole in this story is, at some point did Luke train her, because now, obviously, Leia's old, mm-hmm. to to know how to use the Force. Right. Because, clearly, in order to do that, go into the vacuum of space...
0: You can't just... You can't just do it. Right. You need to be trained. Right. Well, see, that's tough, because if we're going by the original trilogy rules, and more or less the prequel rules, yeah, you have to be trained to do that. But, in The Force Awakens, we see Rey seemingly knows how to use the Jedi mind trick out of on her own without having ever seen it before, when she's in those restraints, she uh, she says to the stormtrooper that's guarding her, you will unlock my restra- restraints. And then he does it. You will op- unlock the door. Why would she even think to do that? Okay, so you know here's I mean? the thing.
1: with Could she have... Could, it's two ropes. So could she have had somebody help her force ghost-wise... Could it be Obi-Wan helping her or somebody through her years there of just telling her things she could do and she thinks she's crazy? Or right. is it Disney trying to speed up the process to make fanboys happy?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's, I guess, yeah, definitely option B. It's just Disney speeding up the process. Be, but And I'm willing to let that go if that's sort of the rules of engagement, so to speak. If that, you, sure. know, you don't need to be taught these types of Absolutely. things. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That, that's fine. Um, I, I was a little more frustrated with it in The Force Awakens, but now that we're in the second movie, having, seeing characters not directly learn stuff, that's not a big deal. You know what I mean? I'll let that go if that's sort of the rules of engagement. So, if Leia is Force-sensitive, then I can let it go that I didn't see her get taught how to move through space with the Force. You know what I mean? We also later don't see how Luke learned how to project himself, you know, use uh, a Project a figure of himself using the force. So, but it's that's not a big deal to me. But it is definitely a criticism that I can see people making, and I think it's a valid one. You know, that we don't see people learn how to do things with the force that are new abilities in Star Wars. You know.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so she, she's, she's gets shot out. She's flying in space. She comes back,
0: knocks on the window magically. They lays it back. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. We all thought this
1: was. This was thought, Disney's way of killing her off,
0: right? I, I thought, yeah, since Carrie Fisher's dead, rest in peace. I thought that was how they were getting, you know, getting rid of the Leia character. And frankly, I think they they could have, and I mean, that would have been pretty bold to do it so early in the movie. But that was a pretty nice way of doing it, you know, uh, plot wise, because then Leia doesn't make a very a giant impact outside of well, the end of the movie. I guess she has a nice moment with Luke, but. Um, well, no, it, it, this movie was about Luke. Yeah. The first one was about Han. And, and the third said, one was supposed to be about Leia, but now it can't be. Not really, anyway, I well, guess. I don't see how it can be.
1: Right. So, all right. So now, they the Resistance gets away. Mm-hmm. Now, they fast-forward to Ray and Luke. Yep. Right? Ray, <laughs> Train me, Luke. He says, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm done with this. Right. Fast-forward. Now, you know... Porks are stepping in, and porks are in, and you see these other creatures that are like the
0: oh the frog the, lady the, yeah, the yeah caretakers Aides of the land and caretakers. then
1: then they scroll over to a cliff and you see Luke's X-wing floating underwater right and they just never touch that and and is that but so if you're looking at Ryan Johnson is that Ryan Johnson just saying hey guys this is what could be and get you hoping that you know every fanboy in the world wants to see Luke fly that X-wing again sure. I thought, sure. you know, I that's thought- all I thought. I was like, he's getting in that X-Wing. Right. He's going to fuck some shit up. Right. His laser beams aren't going to work, but he's going to be there. Right. Right? Yeah. But then as time goes on, you realize, he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. Right. Like, I'm done with it. Yeah. And Ray's trying to get him to do it, so she starts essentially training herself on that island.
0: Right. Yeah, she basically, She. yeah, she's... Practicing her bow staff, bo, yeah, with the bow bo staff. staff, yeah, <laughs> the she mechanical even, bow staff moves against
1: to the rocks, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, she's "Wait a like, minute! Wait a minute! I got an awesome lightsaber! <laughs> lightsaber.
0: Why don't I just use this thing?" And she demol- <laughs> slices the rock, rock in half and demolishes the uh, the wheelbarrow full of rocks that the the poor uh, amphibian-like caretakers are trying to use to repair the hole she made in her uh, hut there. <laughs> right. So now my question to you is. So Luke, so Luke sees
1: her and says, "Okay, next tomorrow morning."
0: Yeah, we'll figure something out.
1: We'll do. Well, I don't even know what they said. Doesn't matter. So, so now he's telling her to feel the force.
0: And I you thought know, this was a nice bit of comedy too. I thought that was pretty funny,
1: right? <laughs> and but my question is: so all of a sudden, there's the dark side hole, right? My question is: I don't. Maybe I'm just oblivious. the dark side hole okay was the dark side hole she senses it Mm -hmm. and then she snaps out of it and rocks were floating and all this stuff
0: yeah and Luke gets scared yeah so I guess there is you know two two sections of the island and that underneath the island section represented the dark side or was really dark force and uh, Luke was afraid because she went to it so readily and just was ready to explore the dark sides right yeah, and I, I guess it, that's got to be Luke's Jedi tutelage, so to speak, uh, kicking into where he just has such a negative connotation with the dark side. That whereas Rey doesn't really know any better, so she's willing to explore all aspects of this force, this new force thing. You know, she's just ready to 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 explore this whole new section of life because she's you know new to the force. She knows she has a connection to it, but she doesn't know anything about it really. Uh, She knows the Jedi and the Sith, and the dark is supposed to be bad, but she's like, whoa, this seems so powerful, and it's calling to me.
1: But in The Force Awakens, she could do a Jedi mind trick. Right. You know, so, there's conflicting.
0: She's, yeah.
1: You know, she's like, it's like a conflicting pattern. She's
0: experienced and inexperienced at the same time, and it's a little frustrating for sure.
1: Exactly. And just trying to, just trying to wrap our heads around what's happening in the movie at the time, and... Mind you, I've only seen it once, so right. you know, I'm still in the wow factor and you went the next day to see I did, this. Yeah. So you you have it with a, a more analytical sense, yes, sorry. right. Versus me. But seeing it that one time I only saw it as okay. He says he's gonna train her, she is meditating, whatever you want to call it, finds the dark side. He says, you know,
0: you know, go away from it. Get away
1: from it, get away, get away. And she finally snaps out of it. He gets scared. He runs away like a little right. bitch. And <laughs> yep. and now she's like, are you kidding? So she now she's curious. Right. So she jumps in the hole. Right, right, right. And then it's the mirror thing, which I don't get at all.
0: Yeah, that was strange. I didn't understand. Like, it didn't have a very good payoff as to what that was. Like, well, I think it was Johnson's way... Of saying fuck you to Abrams about making such a big deal about her parents. Well, it, def- it definitely was Johnson saying F you. Or at least misleading us. Well, there's that. And that whole scene was definitely mirroring Luke's in... I, th- I want to say... Was that Return of the Jedi? or No, that was in um, Empire when he was on Dagobah. Sorry, Star Wars nerds. I'm fucking it up. Uh when Luke is on Dagobah, he enters the cave and he sees Vader. And Vader's helmet comes off, and it's it's Luke. So Luke enters the cave, sees himself. He's looking for answers, and uh, at the same time, Rey enters the cave, looking for answers, and sees herself. Right. So I, I, there's a that's probably where the parallel is. But uh, yeah, I, it's odd to me that they don't adjust. Well, that scene, her her not her seeing herself for her parents is sort of like. It shouldn't matter to Rey who her parents are. It's sort of like, I guess, the Force saying it doesn't matter who your parents are. Stop being hung up on it. You know what I mean? From a character development standpoint, stop being sure. hung up on who your parents okay. are. Your parents don't make you. You know what I mean? Well, I think it does because. So. So this
1: girl was just born with Force abilities. Force abilities, and her parents are nobodies. Sure. Why can't that be? That's how Anakin Skywalker started. He was so okay. So. If we're gonna go there. He was made by metachlorians. Like he's oh, okay. he, he's the Virgin Mary or the yeah. Buddha's kid or whatever he's you want to, call it, or whatever whatever to call it. Whatever it is, yeah. he's the son in the middle of the galaxy. Right. Whatever it is. Oh yeah. Did
0: she say that he didn't have a father? It was supposed. Yeah. To, yeah. Miraculous conception. Yeah. Some blah blah. blah. Yeah. Crazy thing. So, I'll, okay. I guess that was a bad example. But um, the force ki- the kid who's force sensitive at the end of the movie sort of follows the same theme where you don't have to be a Skywalker to have Force powers and be a significant part of this universe. Well, of course not. Of you know, course I th- not. I think that's all that... That's this big takeaway with Ray is you don't have to be a Skywalker. It is just, this isn't about the Skywalkers exclusively. Right. You know? Okay, so... So...
1: She goes into the, the hole. She snaps her fingers a few times, whatever it is. And she <laughs> finds out that, that Luke... You know... He exiled himself from the Force.
0: Right, right.
1: So she's trying to get him back. And, you know, she tries to tell him by Han Solo dying because of Kylo Ren. Right. All of that stuff. So now she's got, um, she's trying to persuade him to go. Luke's resisting, wants nothing to do with it. And then mm-hmm. she finds out that, you know, they need help. Right. And she's like, fuck you, I'm out of here. Right. And then if you're not gonna help me, I'm gonna try and convince Kylo Ren to help me. Right, exactly. You know? And which was probably one of my favorite parts of the movies. Sure. And probably one of my least favorite. But before that happens, you know, they do the flashback to, you know, how Kylo and Luke you know, how Kylo That conflict. Back. Yes. Yeah. So now came to be. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So now R two shows up. I thought that was a really touching scene. I sure. cried. Yeah. I was teared. I had When I saw her,
1: Carrie Fisher, sure. you know, as baby... Leia. Baby Leia. Sure. You know. Um, I think, well, a lot of people... Yeah, of course. And them. that was, you know, her... That's that how was, it all started. That was... Well, right, but that was Disney's way of tipping their hat to her. Sure. Doing all those things, because it's how it all started. And, right. you know, I think about Carrie Fisher um, and what she's meant to me... I mean, fuck! I was fifteen or thirteen you when know, you first saw those movies. When I first started uh, Star Wars, um, maybe even twelve or uh, probably younger. But really, I mean, we wore out VHS t- tapes watching these movies. Yeah, every day sure, after absolutely. school. And, and fuck, <laughs> Carrie Fisher was my first boner. I mean, what the fuck? sure, <laughs> <That was not laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> first boner. Exactly, uh, so so millions
0: and millions, millions, multiple men. generations.
1: Exactly, generation after generation of sure. first boner. Absolutely. Right. So, yep. so 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 Le- um Leia Leia comes out, help me Obi Wan Kenobi, cuts out, we're all crying. It goes to now Rey is leaving. Right. She's going to Ren. Right. Kylo. Kylo or is it Ren? No, I Kylo know. Ren is the last name. I don't I know. Or no, like,
0: Ren is the last name. It I don't know. He's <laughs> Ben Solo is his real name. Well yeah, <laughs> you no, know, I I don't know. I don't even Benny. know what to call him. <laughs> they haven't,
1: you know, they haven't even defined him in my opinion as
0: a character as, as what he is cuz he's so unstable. Yeah. He's into he's I mean, he's, he's lost. He's the epitome of unstableness. Look at his lightsaber. It's right. not a solid form at all. It's like almost it's not lightning. Fire. You yeah. know what I mean? Or lightning. That's It's like point. completely like staticky, sort of.
1: Right. So, okay. So so Luke if she goes to Kylo. He makes you believe That he's going to turn you in. And then... He's going to turn to the good side, you mean? No, turn her into Snoke. Oh, right. And he's evil, and we all get that. Right. You have Snoke attacking Rey. Right. Trying to get answers, whatever. Yeah.
0: He ends up torturing uh, the location of Luke's Island and his planet out of her, basically. And then, just as
1: you think it's over for Rey, Kylo turns on Snoke.
0: Which, which I thought that whole sequence was brilliant. I thought that was awesome. But that was,
1: but was it a mistake? Was it a mistake killing Snoke? So now Snoke doesn't matter. He's dead. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, it, he was just. So with just The Walking Dead. Nobody matters anymore. You know, right. whole, or Game of Thrones, or Game of Thrones, yeah, or killing in, main killing characters him. left and right. Sure, exactly. So, but is that their way of saying?
0: You know, well, another fu to J.J. Abrams. We don't. This guy who you
1: or is Star Wars the way we know it over. Right. This is the new way Star Wars is going to be. Sure. You know right. where. You know, don't get tied up on these characters because they don't matter. Right. I don't know. So now you have. Okay. Snoke's
0: dead. Mm-hmm. That was the most badass fight ever. Oh yeah, when 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 Ray and Kylo Ren team up, that was epic. Uh, that's probably up there, top three, with, my probably my number one is uh, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan as a Padawan fighting Darth Maul in episode one. That was pretty awesome. It was awesome. And, uh, you know, that this fight with Rey and Kylo Ren teaming up against the, I think they're called Imperial the... Imperial Guard. Imperial, yeah, the Praetorian or whatever you but, call them. They, but Rey would never be... Uh, I'm not even going there. But she, gonna, wouldn't, she shouldn't be that so efficient with a lightsaber.
1: Well, it's not even that. She should never be able to beat the... The moral guards, yeah, Never have been training with like, their whole life, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so so they kill Snoke. I'm devastated that Snoke's dead. Right. We've got no answers for that. We've got no
0: answers because uh, raised like raised parents so you don't no, matter. You.
1: They're trash. They're peddlers. Whatever they sold right. you for crack. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. That he
0: said, may drinking be. money, but he met crack. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, space
1: crack, space. Sure. Um, so <laughs> so he's dead, right? So now. Kylo Ren is the leader of the First Order. Right. With the redhead, which we still don't even know
0: his name because... We don't have a uh, a fancy-dancy producer to look up little details like that. No, there's got to be somewhere. Yeah, we I don't know. Anyway,
1: yeah. you know...
0: Uh, is it... It's not... No, the The general Holdo just, is the uh, lady with the purple hair for the Resistance. That's not... Right. Right.
1: I don't even know. It doesn't matter.
0: He doesn't right. matter. Right. We'll just
1: call him Man with Red. <laughs> all right. Sure. All right. So, Red. so okay. Man with Red doesn't, you know, is trying to take over and then clearly Kylo uses the force throws him away and says I'm the boss now.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So now we have that. So now let's fast forward to finally Finn, all right, and Poe. Those two new characters. So you have Finn, who's been in like stasis. Yeah. And where I'm confused is so the beginning of the movie shows Luke, and we're jumping backwards, but Luke shows Luke coming back and Ray handing him the lightsaber. Right. Okay. So that's real time. End of Force Awakens to the end of to right. the beginning of the Last Jedi.
0: There's no time that passed. Right. So that means Finn is. At the end of Force Awakens, he was unconscious. Well, not directly because don't forget we see, we see Rey go to that island. So at the time that it takes her to get off of Starkiller Base, regroup, go, you know, because Starkiller Base blew up. Well, he's there, but that's still right. the end of the movie, right? And then she goes to the island, so we kind of see that time lapse where Poe, I'm sorry, uh, Finn is in the stasis pod and everything. Right. So okay. So so is he still in the stasis pod? Has no time really passed? that she went to the
1: island and he's still in stasis? Yeah. Or in in the, the time it took her to hand Luke the lightsaber and him throw it away <laughs> and make us all laugh, did the First Order gain this magical power to decimate the resistance? Yeah. I or think, the Republic?
0: I think, yeah, see, I, I'm a little disappointed in that time continuity because I feel, yeah, exactly, I feel like it's such a short chunk of time like, they must have, I guess, decimated the New Republic slash they? in the time it took Ray to go find Luke and get to the island at the end of The Force Awakens. You know what I'm saying? So there's more time
1: passed At those the end of The Force things... Awakens that... Right. Right. I guess so I
0: should... Um, maybe it'll be more clear on a rewatch, but... Of The Force Awakens? But, uh, I don't know, entirely. No, sure. it seems
1: like it all goes. Okay. So now we have... Um, we have... Snoke's dead, right? Luke's there,
0: but won't help Ray. Ray's there. Ray gets out of there, right? Now and we, we have, have the Finn. whole subplot with the casino with Finn and
1: well, Rose Finn, and Lady Finn, Renee Finn they realize what Finn and Poe realize what's stopping them from getting there. We meet a new character, the mechanic Rose. Remember Rose? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, of course. So Rose, <sighs> Finn does what Finn does. He runs. She sure. says to him, hey, what you are you know, doing? he's like, you oh, run. I'm just hanging out. She's like, oh, my God, you're a hero. Yeah,
0: I, that was a I just tased like 50
1: people because they tried to, to go to in the escape pod.
0: And he's like, hey, hey!" Uh, leans over dude. in front of his bag. Fact ready to rock. Get out of there. And she's you know like, that. you're trying to run. Mm. You're a pussy. <laughs> <Taze>. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're done, though. Right. Okay. So, so now he wakes up. He's explaining to her what needs to happen. Right? She figures it out,
0: what they need to do. She figures out how they're tracking them. They're like, "Hey, if we can stop this." They bring it to Poe. Poe's like, "Okay, yeah, Haldos never gonna let us do this, you know. Uh, go if you guys can." Oh, po- Haldos never gonna let us do this, and we need a master decoder, decryptor to get you in there. So they FaceTime with uh, I forgot her name it begins with an M. The yellow colored lady with the spectacles from the. Remember they, like, FaceTime with her and she's shooting everybody. She's like, hey, I can't get there, but I know a guy. Look for the red flower lapel. Um, And they find the guy. But they park illegally, so they get arrested. (laughs) And they end up meeting um, the...
1: I feel like we should know her name.
0: Yeah, we should definitely know her name. Is it
1: Tally? I'm just... Tally.
0: It's gotta be Tally. We definitely should know her name.
1: It's such a... We're such bad... See... We have no information.
0: Yeah. This is forking out the kinks. Yeah, whatever. Just come so anyways. so a little bit of amateur hour. Not too bad.
1: Yeah, I don't really care. So everybody knows. If they're listening to this, they know who we're talking about. Right. So they make the FaceTime call, Skype, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Because the Android sucks. and uh... <laughs> Generic video chat. <laughs> exactly. Generic. <laughs> we're not even going to say a name. It's just generic. So, so they make the calls. They say, you have to go to CantoBite. Right. You need to find this... Code breaker who wears Some fucking flower what Right a man in their right mind Is going to wear the flower On their shirt Right, like a flower lapel uh, Yeah Who? I wouldn't no, I don't either No maybe like a middle finger I mean, Or maybe like <laughs> uh, You know Just like a fist or something Something manly But a flower That's the, You know not understand. getting married It's not like a wedding day And you're I, not in the wedding party I
0: mean I also <laughs> This is true I also wouldn't have rocked The Pepe Le Pew uh, Gray streak down the middle Of my hair like he did But well, Whatever
1: Whatever, so anyway, so they get there. They get
0: arrested. They realize, you know? yeah,
1: they realize, oh, we see the guy with the, the thing, whatever you call it. What's how? The, yeah, the flower. What? No. The flower guy. Okay. Okay, so the flower guy sees them and his girl is like, hey, who are those people? And then they get dragged away. Right. Go to jail. Now, they have, uh, um... DJ, right? the co- Underworld Codebreaker, mm-hmm. it's uh, Benico Del
0: Toro. Right. right. Benicio, however you say Del
1: Toro, that. I think his character's great.
0: I thought that was cool, too. I, I, think, I, I didn't like really the dig the th- th- stutter. I didn't like it at first, but it really grew on me quickly. Well, I, liked I, think it. It was, I liked it by the end of the character arc. Well,
1: I think it fits Star Wars to the core, because yeah. Star Wars, there's different types of people. And there's all kinds of quirky people. Exactly. For sure. So, so this guy led them to believe That you know He'll help them But he wants money
0: Right so And they offer him Up some money Alright He does but, help them and it, Well he helps yeah. them And then fucks them Right Right
1: in the ass <laughs> Yeah And My question is How At what point Did He go When did When did they tell him The plot All right. they told him Was they needed To break this code
0: They must have told him The whole plan at some point. In between scenes. I think that's implied. I wasn't... I didn't find too much... Um, I didn't object to, much, to that too much. Because you see... You have dialogue of... You know, the movie would be t- 10 hours long. If you showed every single time someone... A character explained to another character what the hell happened. In the scene that the second character wasn't in. You know? I do. I didn't have a big problem with that. But, yeah, so... They ended up getting captured. The play- They got in, but they couldn't disable the tracking. They get captured... And uh, DJ rats them out big time. So they're about to get executed uh, by... The First Order. Right? I'm trying to think of her name. Captain Phasma. Phasma. Thank you. Played by I mean, come on. You need to know. Captain Phasma. I mean, come on. (laughs) I I knew it was Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, don't even worry. (laughs) Don't even worry about anything else. You just got to say Phasma. So Phasma is going to execute them. And uh, I believe there's some kind of explosion. Yes. How do they get out of that? Oh, it's uh, it's Haldo, I think. Is that when Haldo first uh, jumps to light speed? Yep. And messes up the um, Stokes ship? It is. So right at the... Yeah, that's... That's uh, at the end. No, this is at the end. This is approaching yeah. the end of the movie. So Kylo Ren and Rey's fight finishes right at the same time that... Um, Finn and Rose are about to be executed. Haldo spins the the main ship around and yeah, sends it, it to light speed through the First Order fleet, and they get out. Right, they get
1: out. Problem solved. Del Toro gets away. Everybody's right. safe. Moving they, on.
0: They get on. They end up escaping to this nearby planet named Crate, and it's that salt planet that looks yeah. strikingly similar to Hoth. But well, and <laughs> it was just funny again, fanboy guy scraped the grape scraped the white stuff, you salt. saw the red, like salt. Was, uh, salt. salt. Just to like emphasize, hey this isn't snow, this isn't hot. But
1: why did they have to go to another planet that had oh, it's all white. Right, yeah. exactly. Right, yeah. And it's I'll, just Yeah.
0: It's just one of those things. Yeah.
1: So I think we're covering it, but you know, as we we're doing play by play, but really we're just talking about the movie. Right. My, I guess where I'm gonna say is, so we've seen all the characters now, right? They on down the salt planet, magically now there's only fifty resistance fighters left. Yeah, hundred maybe. Uh, no, less
0: because right. Yeah, I think by the end of this. And now scene. they're
1: talking about this distress signal that they took, and nobody's answering, and all these things. So they're all alone again, right? And I keep going back to this one plot point. What
0: happened to all? What of the... happened to the New Republic? Right, that and whole the... infrastructure is just gone. Gone.
1: And okay, so then they magically these white crystal dogs. Yeah. They're like oh, they're look like foxes or something. Yeah. Well, whatever.
0: Crystal dog. They don't even call them a real name. I don't know what the real name in the universe is, but they call them like the crystal critters or something like that in the movie. Well, it, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's crystal, all star. Crystal dogs,
1: whatever they are. I don't even care. Yeah. So, they, so they're like, well, they have to get out some way. So 30 people run out the cave. Right. And now they jump on the Millennium Falcon, gone. They're safe. But then before that, they jump on these, I want to say... They're like these rinky dank ships that... They're like sleds with rockets on the back, basically. Oh, right. And they were like, oh, this is an old Rebel base. Right. Okay, great. It's an old Rebel base. Right. Perfect. I've never heard of this Rebel base. Yeah, me either. Okay. Fine. There's a magical, hidden... Rebel base. Base. The First Order's coming. They have a battering ram. Made me think of Lord of the
0: Rings. <laughs> battering ram cannon. Okay, yeah, exactly.
1: Right. All right. So, you got a battering ram cannon. Cool. Right. You know, it, you have a steel door. Of course, their battering ram cannon is going to blow it up. Right. Okay? Your your resistance base was made... Right. ...in 1852. <laughs> or whatever it was. Okay? <laughs> so now... Okay, so magically Luke shows up. Right. Everybody is happy.
0: Everybody's like freaking out. Whoa. Luke Skywalker, the Jedi Master. Yeah, in this
1: black garb. Yeah, he's gonna... Pulls out his lightsaber. It's the blue lightsaber. It's the blue. Where um, the fuck is the green? Yeah. Where the fuck is the green? That's
0: what I said. I'm like, how does he have the lightsaber that was just broken by Kylo Ren and Rey? And then, and you know, I didn't realize at the time that this is obviously just a projection. And, well, we uh we had no idea. I that. didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. So, Luke comes out, he faces down the whole Jedi Order, of course, Kylo Ren gets PTSD and says, fire every single gun we have on him and don't stop until I'm satisfied. <laughs> they light him up, and of course... The general's like, a, like, I think he's had enough. Yeah, and Luke, like a badass, brushes the dirt off his shoulder like, is that all you got? So, Kylo Ren has to go down and face him. They, they fight a little bit. Um, Kylo... Well, they don't even fight. Yeah, Kylo just swings and misses a few times and luke's like hey man if you kill me here i'll be with you forever just like your father and kylo ren's like "Fuck you and you know slices him in half seemingly i gasped in the theater because i thought he actually did and then um uh, did kill luke and that's how luke would die and then i realized and then you know he turns around and luke's standing there fine and i was like what i just i was completely confused then Kylo Ren stabs him in the chest, and you see it's just a projection of Luke. It's not really Luke. Cut to
1: him sitting on the rock, right, Indian style, and everybody was like, "Well, he's the man." Yeah, you crazy. know. And at that point, that was for me, that was the best Luke Skywalker moment. Right. Me right. too.
0: I thought that was stupid. That was awesome.
1: And if we and if we miss some spots getting to this, sorry. Yeah. You know, first time. Well, it's just be we're, gentle. You know, we're just. <laughs> Two idiots just talking about a movie.
0: We're just we're just a couple of working class nerds here. I mean, <laughs> that's so, all we are,
1: right? So you have <laughs> the, you know, the force a ghost or not a, a holog I don't know hologram projection projection. projection,
0: I, projection I guess projection is a good word for yeah, it.
1: Yeah. So everybody's freaking out in the theater, you know. So this is uh, what I don't know is how. That killed Luke, if that used every ounce of him.
0: I guess. That was presumed... Yeah, well, it didn't really kill him, I guess. It seemed like he was just ex- exhausted. So he gets back up, you see him looking at the dual sons, that awesome but, So,
1: moment. here's my question. Yeah.
0: Was that the real thing, or did he pro-
1: force-project that? to the second pre- thing? The two sons? Oh. To, like, to bring him back to Tatooine, give the fanboys what they want, and have him... Oh, I, I Go think, off into the sunset Sure In the perfect way
0: Yeah I think so I mean I think you can just Presume that the planet Had two suns You know what I mean
1: Or you projected it Either way So you have Either the Tatooine twin suns Yeah Here great callback
0: And yeah he fades Into the distant Into the, the force The robe drops Just like Yoda's And Obi-Wan Kenobi's did so Which leads me to believe He's going to be a force Ghost in the next movie Eating Ray or something like that. Well, he's going to have to. Right. I mean, Mark Hamill's the only,
1: you know... Actor Actor willing to, or alive to work, to do Star Wars. And right. Disney needs Mark Hamill right now. Right, right, right. In right. my opinion.
0: I agree. Mark, and yeah.
1: oh, and something that we didn't have completely space on is Yoda's, you know, cameo.
0: Oh, he was a puppet. It was great. It was, it was great.
1: And his comedy was, there's nothing for you in there. Right, because he already told Leia to get the book. Right, uh, Ray, uh, Ray. Ray yeah. to get the books.
0: Yeah, Ray already had the books and took them out of there, which you see in the Millennium Falcon at the end of the movie. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so she already had the books. And Yoda goes, "There's nothing in that library that Ray doesn't already have," right. which Luke took to mean that she already knows everything in the books. But in she reality, has she them. has the books, so it's not. a deal. Really cool. I thought right. that was really
1: clever. And, so. So end of the scene Luke's gone Yeah Everybody's You know They show the Millennium Falcon Yeah every, all the whole, Now people. the resistance
0: is down To enough people To fit on the Millennium Falcon
1: We're gonna call it The Fast 30 Yeah What are, Okay Where do they go from here Speculate
0: <sighs> Well They have to uh, Probably To go see That lady whose name I'm totally Just screwing up And don't remember The yellow person with the, uh, the big goggles. spectacles. Yeah, the goggles. Oh, I can't remember her name. Right. But I think they go see her and try to recruit people for their cause and get some ships and stuff like that. And um, just, you know, recruit people for their new resistance because they have to be. Maz! Maz! Thank Mas. you! Maz! Jesus! I up top! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my thank God. Thank you, Google.
1: Yeah, thank you, Google.
0: So, I think they go see Moz. All
1: right. We should have done that 25 minutes ago. Yeah, that's all right. So, exactly. Um, so, you have... Okay, so you're saying they're going to go find Moz, but what the hell is Maz going to do?
0: I don't know. She just ha- seems like someone who has resources. But She's a go-getter. For what? Well, they need ships, and they they need to just combat the First Order.
1: Whatever, yeah. I mean, you can, uh, you can um, see. Uh, I guess you can see where Mazda's is going, but you know, I don't really know. But okay. if you, you know, if you have to go take a leak, I'll just keep going.
0: Just yeah, go give out. me some more. Of your... What do you think?
1: Well, I think that it's come down to. I guess I could say. You know, it depends on where Abram wants to go. If he wants to continue this story or not. You know, Nick's got the bladder the size of a fucking pea. He can't hold his piss for shit. Um, So, what I'm trying to say is... My opinion on this movie is... It's great. Going into episode 9, they're going to have to tie all of this shit together. Because there's no way they're going to be able to take... All of what Abrams did, all of what Johnson did, and then sandwich it all into one to continue a story. So it's almost going to have to, you know, take some of The Last Jedi and just go forward. But I don't know where they're going to go with the resistance. Do
0: you feel badder? Oh my god. I bet. That was like DEFCON 1 or 7 or whatever the highest alert is. Five. So I think 5 is the lowest though. And, uh, whatever. So,
1: I don't know where they go with this story, in order to continue the path. Because this, now right. we're left at the resistance is nobody. Right? They're going to be on the run. Mm-hmm. From what I understood is they have nobody that wants to back them up because they said they had friends, nobody came.
0: Right, or at least everyone's too afraid, or something like that. Right. No, so, yeah. so they're going
1: to go hide for somewhere. So this move this next movie, is going to have to happen thirty years in the future, or something. Yeah. But it can't because then Leia's dead, I and mean, right. maybe that's the segue
0: into Leia's death. Into it, because right.
1: you know, I don't know. She don't look too young in the movie, right? And I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they kill her off because in, right. in the Last Jedi she's still alive. She's the leader, right? So they're going well, to have to.
0: Well, I think they set up Poe for a nice little character arc there, where like. He's a hothead and then he sort of learns that like okay it's not always about blowing stuff up you know what I mean mm-hmm. by the end of the film and then so I see how that could be like okay he's learned how he you to be a good leader and stuff like that for these forces for the for the resistance forces um, so if they kill well they have to kill Leia at some point in the next film you know and so if they kill her, you can see Poe taking over pretty easily. Well, but, I,
1: I think I think that's a start of it, but I don't know. I don't know how it can.
0: I think if they jump forward thirty years or something like that, or twenty ten years even five whatever, just they jump. They have a, to. They can't just continue from here. After it, it would be kind of boring just seeing them recruit. I think it, would, it wouldn't be a good story if you see the recruit them recruit for more forces and then take on the first order in one movie if it was a TV show I can see them doing that over the course of a whole season but it's not it's a one movie you know what I mean so you have two hours three hours at the most sure to, to tell this story so I think if they're the logical step is to jump forward in time after they've done all the recruiting and maybe show Ray figure out how to do how to build a lightsaber and uh so that she can start fighting against Kylo Ren and stuff like that. But I think they have to jump ahead in time.
1: I hope so. All right. Um, Let's wrap this up. All right. So I am I'm going to say we're going to try to do this um, probably every two weeks. Sure. Uh, um, if we can do it more than that, we will. But I would say our goal is to put one of these out every two weeks. And you know, if you listen to this shit show, well, thank you. If we Very put you to you- sleep, let us know. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Working Class Nerds. What are you guys talking about in here?
0: Find out next episode of Working Working Class Class Nerds.
1: Nerds.